Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim December 26th 2020 Dars highlights Major themes include a commentary on the names the one the all subjugating al wahid al qahar and the relationship between the vowels of the Quran and the Ahlul Bayt and the companions The Sheikh comments, you must learn to directly witness the four archetypal exemplifications of God's light in the physical realm. These four muthul or archetypal representations of divine light are the lamp, the niche, the glass and the resplendent star. These themselves pertain to the spiritual realm, to the malakut. And you must witness them in all your affairs in the physical realm. In order to do so, you have to first realize that the forms of the here below that surround you are in and of themselves illusory. They are none other than exemplifications of that archetypal reality of God's light. Your task, therefore, is to negate these cosmic forms around you and bring them back to their archetypal reality, which is the light of God. Consider for a moment this matter from a, a broader perspective. When the cycle of our world comes to an end, and after the angel of death has taken the lives of every created being, he's commanded by God to take his own life. After which God proclaims, لِمَنِ الْمُلْكُ لِلَّهِ الْوَاحِدِ الْقَهَّارِ Whose is the kingdom today? It is God's, the one, the all-subjugating. Now the kingdom in this verse, al-mulk, is much broader than the physical or the sensory realm because it includes the kingdoms of the jinn and of the angels as well, which will be obliterated down to the angel of death himself. The names al-wahid, the one, and the all-subjugating are mentioned in this order because it's through the divine quality of subjugation, qahariya, that the illusory reality of the physical realm, al-mulk, and all that manifests therein is obliterated and returned back to the one essential reality of divine light. God describes the day of reckoning as a folding. The day we shall roll up the sky like the rolling of scrolls for writings or for books. As we began the first creation, so shall we bring it back we shall bring it back to its original reality. The mentioning of the names Al-Wahid Al-Qahar signals the folding back of the mulk, the physical realm, into the malakut, into the spiritual realm. That is to say, the physical realm of forms back into the realm of the four archetypal realities of divine light. The forms back into the niche, the lamp, the glass, and the resplendent planet. Now this folding of the sensory realm, the mulk, back into the malakut is precisely the function of the sheikh. It is what the sheikh does for the disciple during the spiritual retreat, during the khalwa. He folds the seven heavens and earths for him in the here below, thereby anticipating the same event that takes place at the end of this cosmic cycle. So what you must realize is that the murid is shrouded in the illusory cosmic delusion of forms. He cannot see that these images or forms around him 
are actually forms of the light of God. The murid is unable to behold the forms that surround him as representations of the four archetypal realities of the divine light. God is light, to repeat. He is alone. He is a singular reality, an essence that cannot be grasped because he is non-delimited. This reality is at once the name, the attribute, and the essence. In contrast to the non-delimited absolute essence of God, the four archetypal representations of God's light can be grasped because they are delimited. Likewise, the seven heavens and the seven earths can be grasped because they are muqayyid, they are delimited. And everything within the realm of the seven heavens and earth are representations of the light of God. They are themselves an attribute of the attribute of light. When you see through the eye of the niche, which is the lamp, you see the splendor of God and his beauty in all things. This is the supreme happiness and felicity. Then you begin to behold the light in all directions, in all things, before and after all things. And once you grasp this matter, you will have grasped the root, the asal of every science that you wish to probe into. The Sheikh then had a discussion about the correspondence between the companions, the Ahlul Bayt and the Prophet والسلام, on the one hand, to the three levels of Mulk, Malakut and Jabarut. The companions draw from the Prophet والسلام, they are described as stars in the hadith. My companions are like the stars. Whichever of them you follow, you are guided. The Prophet ﷺ, he is the Sirajul Munir, the luminous lamp, or the lamp that emits light. And he is at the level of the Jabarut, the realm of invincibility. The stars are fixed. The companions have this quality of fixity. They are fixed in their vision and their gaze of the lamp of the Prophet ﷺ through their conformity to him, to his acts, his statements, his affirmations and determinations. The Alul Bayt, the household of the Prophet ﷺ, in contrast, connect you directly to the Amthila, the archetypal representations, where they connect you from the Amthila from those archetypal representations of the Malakut to the reality in the invincible realm to Rasulullah They connect the Malakut back to the Jabarut. Then the Shaykh made a connection and insight which he's brought up before. It's quite unique to his teachings where he, he, he makes a connection between the Sunnah of the Prophet which is called Haraka Fi'aliyah. It's a moving act and a haraka also means a vowel in Arabic. And the Sheikh made a link between the Prophet's Sunnah, the haraka fi'liyah, and the harakat, the vowels of the Arabic language that stand either above or beneath the line in the Quran, in the script. And so the open vowel, the fatha and the dhammas, uh, the a and u sound of the Quran, the Sheikh links them he identifies them with the realm of the Malakut and the dots of the script and the vowels beneath the letters with the Jabarut, with the invincible realm. And he sees a correspondence between the companions are thus the stars of the Malakut 
and the Alul Bayt they take the broken vowels, the Kasra, and correspond to the vowels under the line in the Quran because the Alul Bayt are inward and non manifest. So they are identified with the dots and the broken vowels, the Kasra, under the letters because they break their own ego and abase themselves constantly and perpetually before God. In contrast to the Alul Bayt, when you ponder the legacy of the companions, may God be pleased with them, you notice that there are sometimes they take on the quality of stillness, sukun, the silent vowel that's written like a circle above the letter. Sometimes they take on the quality of adversity or intensity, shidda, which is the emphatic vowel, the shadda, like a, written like a small scene. And sometimes the quality of a great opening, a fatha, which is the open vowel. The dots, however, of the script written under the text are identified with the jabarut. And that's why we say that the dots under the divine name of the basmala correspond to alul bayt. As for our Holy Mother, the Mother of Believers, Fatima, she is the dot that we identify with the noon of the name Ar-Rahman, which is a dot of the Malakut. But when her dot is effaced in the presence of her father, Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then she's join, she joins his presence. And notice that the dot under the ba that Ali identified himself with is the first dot of the entire Qur'an which means that it precedes all the letters of the Qur'an and the Prophet Sallallahu is uh, a walking Qur'an which tells you then that the Holy Prophet was the whole letters and dots of the Qur'an and this by extension is applied to Alul Bayt who are the dots of the Qur'an and the companions take from them the word of God and pass it on to us so from Alul Bayt you take the entire Qur'an because the dots of the Qur'an are the essences, the reality, the letters. And so we say that the Alul Bayt uh, represent the essence of the Holy Book. And the Prophet ﷺ alludes to this when he says, O Ali, your light is from mine and mine is from yours. The dot then brings the letter and its movement into manifestation. اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد